Life can be hard, and sometimes you just need an internet bestie to help you out. That's where I come in. Welcome to the Dear Imani Podcast, an advice-based show that reminds you to put yourself first and live in your purpose. And don't worry, I'll always give you the real tea. Need advice or have a story? Send me a message on our Instagram at Dear Imani Podcast or DearImani.com. Tune in every Friday for a new episode. See you there. Sincerely, Imani. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Dear Imani. I'm your host, Imani, obviously. My voice is a little bit out. Like last week, I said this when I was recording at home, and it's it's not much better. But it's kind of sexy because it's raspy, so we're just going to have to bear with me. Last week, I also said that we were going to be celebrating Pride. We're always celebrating Pride, okay? But like it's Pride Month, so we're really going to be celebrating it this episode. And I have a beautiful guest with me that I'm going to introduce. I wanted to bring this guest because I've known her for honestly, 10 years now, which is insane to think about, but she is a former Miss Kansas USA content creator, fitness instructor, performer, and she's my good friend, Alyssa Cleansing. Yay! Oh, the hand claps. Yay! Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. We're so excited Welcome to be to the here. Studio. I know the studio is beautiful. Yeah, like it has your energy. I love it. Pink. I love oh, it. That's Pink, my favorite everything. color. Boss bitch energy. Yes. Love yeah. One hundred percent. Bad bitch. One hundred percent. Yeah. Absolutely. Um. So yeah, this is this episode. We're gonna talk about pageantry because that's how we you know met, came about ten years about ago. Pride. Too, ten years ago. Literally Which insane. is we were actually children, literally children Babies. walking around in like little bikinis because that was before that was. teens did activewear. Yeah. So we did swimsuit competition. We were out there in our bikinis in Atlantis, in the Bahamas, in the Bahamas, in the yes. Bahamas. Yes. And what's so funny too is that was when Donald Trump owned the pageant. Yeah, lol. Like I think about that, I'm like, <laughs> I have a picture with him from Miss USA that year. I showed my girlfriend the other day, and she almost like. Shit her pants. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what I was going to yeah. say. I was like, did you get a picture with him? Because I didn't. I went to the party, but I didn't get a picture. I did. Uh, I do have a picture. Oh, my God. Did you ever post it? I did post it. And then when he ran for president, uh, like one day, my notifications were like insane. And I get on Instagram. And people are just roasting me. So I deleted it. Oh, uh, But okay. it was like from, you know, 2015. Yeah, yeah. Like, this was years and years of Yeah, yeah. Well, like, you haven't posted it since. Like, no. LOL throwback. Oh, okay. That's why I always wish I had a picture because I was like, this is just so crazy it's yeah when you like really yeah. like, think about it this and I I talked about this on the podcast before yeah. but I remember being like a fangirl because I was like oh my god it's Trump and then now looking back I'm like a fangirl ah. about it. I, I was nervous I remember I went up to him and I don't remember her name but it was with the Miss Pennsylvania team that year because mm. we were both on like either side of him and like yeah. she cropped me oh, out that was I cropped Ebony. her out yes Ebony, Ebony yes. yeah that's like, we like cropped each other out so we had like the same photo but it yeah, was, yeah. Oh my funny. God. Yeah, that's Ebony. I <laughs> had I not her. had her with me, I probably wouldn't have had the balls to go. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Oh. That is so oh, funny. No. But yeah, so we met each other at Miss Teen USA 10 years ago. We were, she was Miss Kansas Teen USA 2013. Mm-hmm. That's when I was Miss Washington Teen USA 2013. It was in the Bahamas. Yes. Um, and then what brought us kind of like back together was, well, before that, how old were you at Miss Teen USA? I was 14. Yeah, you I were was, the youngest I was contestant. A baby. Yeah, I, was I think a baby. you were like the was, youngest one. Yeah. Because I was 17. I remember when you said you were 14. I thought I was like, she's so much younger than all of us. But then, you know, as you get older, mm-hmm. like we're years apart still, obviously. But now it just seems the same. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. It's, and it's just like crazy to think of how we met and like how our lives have been so intertwined. Yeah. For 10 years. You were coming from Kansas to California. Yeah. And then we work at the same place. So yes. and that's how we kind of like 
came back together because mm-hmm. we both ended up working at Disney and doing mm-hmm. the same show. I, yeah, I remember I remember when you got hired and I was like watching your social media and I was mm-hmm. like, oh my God, like that's a dream for yeah. me. Like I want to go work with Imani. And I just remember like going to the audition the first time. I'm like, oh my God, I want this so bad. And like Imani's done it so I can do it. Like, yes. Let's go. And you did it. I did it. Slay. Hey, and now here. you can't even tell we both work there because we don't even post it. But... <laughs> But we we be there, you know, doing our we thing. Do be there. We do be there. We we clock in. Yeah. So what made you move to California? Um, I wanted to work for Disney. Oh, okay, sure. that was like, like that the goal. Was, yeah, that was like the main goal. I actually almost moved to Florida because mm. it was either Disneyland or Disney World, and I applied for colleges, and the ones in Florida didn't give me any scholarship, and the ones in California did. So I just said, "Sweet, we're gonna pack it up. We're gonna move to California." And I got hired off my first audition I went to at Disney. Like, oh, yeah. I had lived here for like a week. And yeah. I went to an audition for Electrical Parade. Hired. Electrical Parade. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. What a relic. What a time. What a relic. Yeah. That. Okay. And then what shows have you done? I did Electrical Parade, Soundsational, Christmas Fantasy, uh, Paint the Night. I think that's it. Oh, okay. Parade side. Yeah, least, yeah. Yeah. And everything mm-hmm. else we don't talk about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then when you moved here, so you had your goal of working at Disney, yes. you did that. Mm-hmm. And then you also were modeling too. I was modeling time. for a little bit. I went to school. I stopped modeling because with Disney school and modeling, like it was way too much. And I went to school in Whittier. So I would like get in my car in between my classes and I would drive to downtown LA, do my castings. And then I'd sit in traffic going back. I'd always be late to my classes. Mm-hmm. I was like starting to fail some classes. So, like, something had to give. Yeah. So, I stopped modeling because mm-hmm. it was just too much. And, um, yeah, I continued with Disney. I ended up graduating school a year early, which was mm-hmm. sweet. And then the pandemic hit. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh. And we all know how and that went. So. We all know how that went. Yeah. <laughs> Where'd you go to school? Whittier College. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. was your uh, major? Political, political science. science. Yeah. Yes. That's what I thought. Yeah. Okay. I had that in my notes. I was yeah. like, political science. <laughs> we'll get... I'm a political science girl. Yes. Yeah. She is a smart gal. Okay. <laughs> Um, all right. So then I got to see you become Miss Kansas USA. Um, and that was in 2019. Yes. And I remember because you were, that's when we were, I think we were in the same show at that point. So you yes. were preparing for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she went on to Miss USA and made top 10, which is iconic. Which super fun. Super cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and your dress is iconic, at least to me. I'm like, I just remember I the dress. velvet black. Stunning. And then when I when I went to go shop for my Miss USA mm-hmm. dress, they had dupe versions. Yeah, of yours. they really did. They had so many dupes of that dress. I go on Pinterest now, and if I like type in like sexy black dress on Pinterest, like photos of myself at Miss USA come up in my dress. People like still to this day trying to scam people. Yeah, selling that dress. Insane. Yeah. It's like <laughs> don't don't. It's it's not real. If you see it yeah. on the internet, yeah. It's Only Miss Kansas real. USA 2019. That mm-hmm. is who wore the dress. Yes, yeah. Wore the dress. So I, I did see that. So tell me about your journey of competing in pageants. Why would you start? God, I I was getting bullied in like middle school, elementary school because I just like wasn't good <laughs> at anything. Yeah. <laughs> Period. <laughs> um, I tried out for the dance team in middle middle school and I didn't make it. Yeah. <laughs> so then I was like. I need something. <laughs> I need something. I tried soccer. I tried track. I went to one track meet practice mm-hmm. rather. And they said to warm up with a mile. And I was like, I thought that was the main event. Yeah. 
what are you warming up for? <laughs> like, right. so confused. Um, I hid under the bleachers and I never went back and they sent me a participation medal. Um, but yep. <laughs> essentially that was it. I tried dance. I tried cheer. I tried everything under the sun. I wasn't good at anything. And then I was at a dance competition and there was a pageant advertising and you'll get a kicker out of this. It was Nam. Yes. It was Nam. <laughs> and they were advertising for a pageant and we just went up to the booth, my mom and I, and it was like, oh, do you want to try this? It's like, yeah, sure. I don't have anything else to lose. Yeah. So I just entered. I was 12 or 13 when I did my first pageant. Okay. It was Nam. Yeah. And didn't win. But there was 90 girls in my division, and I made the top 12. Yeah, that's a lot of girls. So, so. I was like. I'm pretty good. I might be good at this. Yeah. It's like little brace face me. Yeah. I was, my mom did my hair and makeup. Like, mm-hmm. I looked an actual mess. Um <laughs> And I just was like, dang, I, I think I got bit by a bug or something. And then I just kept I just kept doing it. Yeah. Um, and then I did Kansas Teen USA. I didn't win my first time. I went back. I did a second time. That's when I won. Um, I just always knew I wanted to go to Miss USA. So it and was like a fight it. till I got there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We did it. Yep. We did it. We, we finished <laughs> the goal. We did. Um, so we're going to just jump right into Let's it. Go. So. That was like a little background, and there's a lot more layers to her, but overall, what we're here to talk about, too, is she's the L to the LGBT. Hey! So, period. Absolutely. Yeah, I got that from your caption. So I went back in time, and period. when you posted, when you first came out, mm-hmm. it was May 23rd, right? 2021? Yep. Yep, yep, yep. And I remember- you said what? I said I'm big cheese. You're big like, cheese. Yeah, I, like ah. I like love just remembering like my coming out Yeah, journey. and that's so what fun. I was going to start with, like- what did that day feel like for you? Because I remember you mm-hmm. posted, actually screenshot our conversation too. You posted like in March on your close friends, like uh-huh. a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I was like, is this your girlfriend? <laughs> I, I was like, is this your girlfriend? And you're like, yes, new, new. And I was like, ah. And then I went on to, I was like, I had been asking questions because I was made for a podcast. And my next, for real? My next yes. part was, how did you know? When did you start liking girls? Mm-hmm. When did you, like I was immediately asking questions, yeah. and I was like, I was reading it today, and I was like, damn girl, let, relax. <laughs> we were after <laughs> all these so questions. Funny. We were just prefacing. Yes, 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 yes exactly. Um, so, what was that day yes. like for you? That day, mm-hmm. I will remember it for the rest of my life. I was in West Hollywood. I was with who's now an ex girlfriend of mine, um, but she was super supportive when I was coming out. I was really scared to post yeah. it. I was just like afraid of getting harassed, and as soon as I posted, I was like ready to attack the bullies Mm -hmm. like I was on my phone refreshing every two seconds ready to like combat people in the comments and she took my phone away from me and just like put it in her bag and was like like we're just gonna enjoy this moment together like we were with all our friends my cousin was there so we walked from the abbey down to Rocco's Mm -hmm. and we were taking pictures on the um the rainbow sidewalk and then I'm like walking past Rocco's and I'm like I recognize that dog. I recognize that person. It was my cousin. They had like surprised me. They're all down Aww. there because they knew I was taking pictures. They knew I wanted to post that day. Um, and so it was just like surrounded by so many people that loved me. Yeah. And then I like outfit was killing it. I was out there in West Hollywood. People were stopping me. I had like these really sick rainbow boots on. Yeah. And it just was like one of the happiest days. One of the most wholesome. Just like, wow, I get to be out in me and Everyone is super exci- accepting and happy. So yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so exciting. <laughs> good for you. I know you're just cheesing. And I blushing, know. Thinking oh my about god, it. I get like so cheesy when I like think about just my journey and coming out. It feels like I've been out for like my entire life. Yet mm-hmm. at the same time, it feels like I was closeted for the majority of my life, which was actually the case. Yeah. Um, How did the um, comments end up being? Since you were prepared to like, I was prepared yeah. to like fight people, mm-hmm. but. 
I was honestly taken aback by how kind people were, how accepting people were. One of the biggest reasons why I never came out while I was competing or while I was a title holder is because I was afraid of people like seeing me and then being like, that's the gay girl. Mm. Like I didn't want my entire presence in a room to be immediately, oh, like that's the lesbian, that's Mm. the gay girl or Mm -hmm. make people uncomfortable or like whatever it was going to be. I had so much at that point in my life where I had accomplished and like so many things I was working on and so many charities I was working with. I wanted like my accomplishments to speak for themselves, Mm -hmm. not my sexuality. Yeah. Um, So I was really afraid when I came out that it was just going to be a lot of negativity. Mm -hmm. And when it wasn't, it made me immediately regret all of that time that I could have been out. I could have been representing the community. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I wasn't ready. Yeah. Yeah. And everything happened for a reason. It all happened in the right timing. And I feel like too, a lot of times... People just are, one, afraid of the judgment, mm-hmm. but then two, I, my friends that have come out, they say they're afraid of a little bit, like, what it is like to be with the same sex in general, yeah. of, like, how to, not, like, operate the relationship, but, like, like I feel like, okay, I know Big how mode. to be with a man, mm-hmm. even if I'm talking about, like, sex, yeah. but then, like, with a woman, I feel like, I, if I was that was terrified. me, I'd be like, ah, <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. You know what I mean? Like there's No, that was actually of- me. I remember sitting in my bedroom with my best friend. This was like over COVID. And I looked at her with like tears in my eyes. And I was just like, I don't know what I'm doing. I yeah. feel like I'm 12 years old again, like experiencing things for the very first time. I have no experience. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I don't know how mm-hmm. to flirt with a girl. I don't know how to talk to a girl. And I was just bawling my eyes out. I'm like, yeah. what am I What am I going to do? Mm-hmm. And this is after Miss USA. This is after like so many monumental things in my life had already taken place. And I'm like, great. Now I feel like I'm starting over. Mm-hmm. And she just looked mm-hmm. at me and she was just like, I think, I think you just like have to be yourself and then like talk how, like, how you would want to be talked to. And I was like, Okay, but that's, like, so much easier said than done. Like, what yeah, the hell? Totally. Like, once you're actually in it, oh, my God, I remember my first date with a girl. Like, I literally was – I had to take a gummy. Like, I yeah. was so scared. Yeah. I was sweating profusely. Like, couldn't formulate even a sentence. Terrified. That – I was freaking out. I was freaking out. Yeah. yeah. And because, it, like, you want to – be like cool and nonchalant and stuff. But, and yeah, be good at – And be good at be everything. Good. Yeah. You have to be good at everything. And, yeah. And – yeah, when you get in that scenario where you're like, wow, I've I've known one thing my entire life mm-hmm. and now here we are turning a page and it's a new chapter and it's entirely different, like yeah. totally different ballgame. And it can be intimidating, I'm sure, because you might yeah. be dating women that are have been out for a long time, yes. so they've had girlfriends, mm-hmm. and then you're experiencing all this for the very first, the time, first time, which is like, yeah, ah, I've definitely had intimidating moments. I've had really empowering moments, mm-hmm. like all of the above, like I've felt all of the feelings yeah and <laughs> kind of going back to like how you were a little nervous to the comments because you're like your fan fans i call them fans your <laughs> fan base <laughs> was coming from you know the pageant world mm-hmm. and like modeling and all of that which is a little bit different and i feel like it's a little bit more behind compared mm-hmm. to like some of some you know society, i do feel but... like it is behind however i think there are way more closeted or even just like curious or questioning pageant girls and models oh yeah then like anybody has any idea yeah Um, oh totally I got a dm from someone a couple of weeks ago at the beginning of pride who won't like disclose who she is Mm -hmm. but somebody notable in the pageant community Mm -hmm. who was like thanking me for being out and being a representative and how I'm helping her with her journey as well Mm -hmm. and like literal tears to my I opened it while I was at pride with my girlfriend and I literally just started tearing up and crying and I was just like 
this is the kind of representation that I needed a decade mm-hmm. ago. Yeah. To in order to be comfortable to come out. And yeah. so when I did that shoot with and we're like jumping all over the place now, but I did that shoot with Kat and Rachel and mm-hmm. it was like that image meant so much to me mm-hmm. because had I seen that a decade ago, like so much would have been different for me. Totally. So, yeah. Look at that mm-hmm. representation, representation, that inspiration yes. for others. And that's really what it's all about, yeah. too. So that's why it's awesome that you use your voice. You mm-hmm. are super out loud with being a proud lesbian. Yeah. Your caption on your bio, your Instagram, your TikToks. <laughs> yes, literally everything. Literally everything. Like everything. Actually, that is so funny because what I feared yes. in coming out. It's the opposite now. The opposite. That's what I was going to say because when you just mentioned that, I was like. I'm just gay. Yeah. But, but, like, <laughs> personality that I'm gay but it's such a big part of who you are and like you know I think there was like some internalized homophobia Uh when I was grappling with do I come out do I not come out I actually wanted to come out before the last time I competed which was at Miss Earth USA and my mother my entire prep team everyone was like no like maybe don't do that or gave me xyz reasons why I shouldn't do it and I listened, mm-hmm. and I really wish I wouldn't have because I wish I could have had one experience where I was competing, like, out and fully as myself instead mm-hmm. of just, like, hiding behind all these masks. But I let other people project how they were feeling about the situation onto me mm-hmm. when it's just who I am. Yeah. It's just my life. Yeah. Take it or leave it. And that's what was going to be my next question was, so your cousin was there and very mm-hmm. supportive, but how was, like, the rest of your family or close peers um, Yeah, to so that? my... My friends, we'll start with my friends, um, who were literally the most supportive ever. Mm -hmm. And I remember telling one of my best friends, Lillian, we were sitting on a hammock in my backyard, COVID also era. And I just looked at her and I was like, yeah, like I I like women. And she was like, oh, I knew that. I'm like, do I like, do I'm giving that energy? Like, thank God. Fuck. Um, (laughs) But none of my friends were shocked literally mm-hmm. at all they were like yeah like that checks out that makes wow, sense okay. like nobody i didn't shock a single friend yeah um my mom originally was pretty supportive mm-hmm. or so i thought mm-hmm. um I originally i came out to her as bi and at that time i wanted there to be some truth to it like i didn't want to have to make my life harder than it needed to be i didn't want to face discrimination i didn't want to face homophobia like If it could be easy, I wanted the easy route. And then as I continue to start to date men, like as I came out as bi, I was like, no. Because we're not hitting. Mm, No, (laughs) this is so bad. Um, So originally, she was on board. Once I got a girlfriend, all those tides changed. Mm -hmm. It was like a 180. I got kicked out of my house. We haven't had contact in two years. So it's been. Yeah. Pretty difficult. Um, But I've gone through an incredible like healing journey with other family members becoming like, you know, like blood is thicker than water mm-hmm. is what they always say. But your family doesn't always have to be blood. And that's yeah. what I've learned. 100% and, true. And um, the most beautiful part about my coming out journey is the fact that I brought my dad and I back together. Because wow. my dad and I hadn't spoken since I was 18. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I went on national television to being very open about Mm -hmm. emotional abuse from my family growing up, from my father growing Mm -hmm. up. Both my parents were emotionally abusive. Um, And I didn't really think that I would ever talk to him again. And he found out from my Instagram post. Like, I didn't even tell him in person. It was a screenshot from somebody else. I went through somebody else to how he found out. And I remember, like, my heart's beating so fast because I remember the email that he sent me. Out of the blue, he sent it to my high school email account. 
And I remember I like dropped to my knees. I was moving my entire life. I had just posted that I was a lesbian and he sent me an email and it was the most supportive and wholesome and like beautiful email I'd ever read. And it just like, it brought tears to my eyes and it started what was about a year long of us rekindling our relationship and working through old stuff and setting new boundaries and getting to know each other as now, like I'm an adult. Mm -hmm. And, um, that was the biggest blessing in me coming out or whatever timing in the universe like had in that Mm -hmm. was bringing back my dad into my life. And he's been so supportive. My stepmom, my brother, they are so excited to meet my girlfriend in like two weeks. Yes, that's so exciting. They have been the most accepting and I'm incredibly lucky, incredibly lucky I realize that because not everyone gets that. No, not at all. Mm -hmm. That that story of getting kicked out is so Mm -hmm. common. Um, And even the story of like how your mom accepted it at first and was mm-hmm. like supportive but then as soon as it becomes real right you know, when it, shit gets real yes, then that's when it's like oh you have a girlfriend because now they're thinking like oh wait now yeah. like are they gonna marry this person it's like mm-hmm. well maybe mom yeah yeah like, like the whole maybe point. <laughs> like it's like it's a relationship yeah. but I think when you just come out and say it they just think like either it's a phase and I think that's probably the yeah. big reason why people mm-hmm. accept it first because they're like oh they'll like get out of it yeah but it's like, no, this is who yeah. I am. But that's really incredible that mm-hmm. it brought you and your dad together. You it just did. never know what life is going to turn out And like. if you would have told me like five years ago, especially like right before going to Miss USA, right after going to Miss USA, talking about that stuff, like it's one of my biggest regrets is mm-hmm. saying that on national television. Mm. Um, if you would have told me that five years ago that I would have had the relationship with my dad that I have today, like I just wouldn't have believed you. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I'm so, so incredibly grateful that I do have him yeah mm-hmm. but the thing about it too is you know there's different seasons in your life so sure. not that you have to regret what you said because mm-hmm. that was your truth at the at the moment at the time you know and that truth. and that changes mm-hmm. and the people change so now he's like probably one of the most supportive people he is um i talk to him all the time i'm yeah. on like facetime phone calls everything i yeah. just yeah yay good for yeah. you <laughs> ah, that's so exciting oh wow i'm like my heart was beating fast too. i know I like, like, my, <gasps> I'm like wow when i talk oh about my it gosh so kind of going to, you mentioned like how you came out as a bisexual at first to mm-hmm. your mom because you just weren't, you didn't want to like make it as real kind mm-hmm. of. So when you were from like dating men to dating women, what's been the biggest adjustment or like the b- biggest change or difference? Um, God, literally everything. <laughs> literally everything. You're like, well, men are trash. So. Men are trash. <laughs> I mean that in the most loving way possible. Um, <laughs> the biggest difference Like, in all actuality, it's my, like, level of comfort with somebody. So when I was dating men, I thought it was everyone's, like, general experience to be always on edge. Like, Mm -hmm. I was just – I had so much anxiety if I was going out on a date with someone. Like, I'm just constantly in fear of something bad happening to me. But also when it came to sleeping with men, I have – Literally never had an enjoyable experience, Mm. not once, Mm -hmm. and would spend time, like, in tears in the bathroom after it happened. I would feel so, like, disgusting and repulsed with just myself that I, like, was like, wow, like, I'm going to hell. All of these, like, things that the church tells you. I grew up Catholic, too. Mm -hmm. So, like, all these things that the church tells you about, like, being gay, being bad, like, that's how my mind worked when I was with a man mm. and that f- switch flipped when I started dating women the, 
the level of like comfort and safety I was able to feel right off the bat with it just being a woman. I was like, okay, I didn't know that my nervous system could feel like this calm on a date with somebody. Like, yeah, I was still nervous. Yeah. It took a gummy and I was like, oh, yeah, man, a whole lot of nerves. But as I dated and got to know women that I was dating and like experienced this new side of me, I was like, wow, I had no idea that I was in fight or flight when I was dating mm. men the mm-hmm. entire time. I never, ever once, like, truly felt comfortable, truly felt like myself. Right. And in part of it, it's like you think that you're supposed to, mm-hmm. like, you think that the the right way is like, oh, we're supposed to be dating men. So, right. like, you're, like, kind of forcing yourself to, like, digest mm-hmm. this man <laughs> because you're, like, 100%. Yeah. you're, like, oh, I'm supposed to do it. I'm supposed to enjoy it. My friends are enjoying their men, I guess. I and know. Like, That's what? why I was, like, I was, like, is anybody actually enjoying this? Yeah. Like, <laughs> God, like, I don't know. I'm struggling over yeah. here. And I I would try. Like, it was so funny when I would, like, talk to my friends about these guys I was dating. And I would, like, try and try. You could tell I was trying to convince myself mm-hmm. that yeah. I was enjoying it. And I was like, <laughs> yeah. Mm. But no, there was literally times where, like, I lived in this, like, house with a bunch of roommates. And there were times where I would leave, like, leave the house <laughs> with the man in my bed. Yeah. With a man in the house. He was asleep. And I would be like. Bye. I'd go, go sleep on a break room couch at Disneyland. I slept oh, wow. on a break room couch mm-hmm. multiple times. I would just get in my car in the middle of the night and leave. I'd go to the gym. I would literally do anything. Like one time, he, a dude fell asleep in my bed, and I was like, I need you to leave. Yeah. And he just sat there and slept. And I was like, all right, well, then I'm going to head out. <laughs> I got in my car, and I went to the gym, and it was like 4 o'clock in the morning. And then I went to Disneyland at like seven. My shift wasn't until two. And I'm yeah. just like hanging out at Disneyland. I'm like, I don't know. He comes escape. downstairs and asks my roommate, like, have you seen Alyssa? And everyone's like, no. No she's idea gone. where the fuck she is. <laughs> like, she's You're literally escaping. gone. I was like, escaping. These escaping, men. trying like, to escape men. Yes. You know, actually, <laughs> one of my favorite stories ever is I got nominated for The Bachelor. Yes. <laughs> yep. And that's, well, that was the, like, last, well, there was a man that was, we were at NAM judging. Yes. It was, like, all around that time, yes. The Bachelor and all of yep. that. Yes. I, I was dating a guy who was on The Bachelorette yes. and then was on Paradise. Mm-hmm. Um, that, he was the final, he was the final man. The, the final rose. He was the final rose. <laughs> um, and I was like, yeah, no, I can't do this because I remember we spent Halloween together mm-hmm. and we went to this party. It was just like a really awkward night and I slept over at his place and I literally like slept like I was on a straight jacket, like hands like in between my legs, like legs crossed, literally side of the bed. Like you're like, don't touch don't me. Don't touch me. <laughs> and then I just like laid there profusely sweating all night because I was so scared and nervous and whatever. And then like left the next morning. Like, Why did I just not get up and leave? Yeah. I just like, I've got this thing where it's just like, I just don't want to make other people uncomfortable mm. yet. I will be so uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. And that's what that night was. But yeah, I was dating him. He was the last one. And we kind of just like ghosted each other. I mm. think that's how that happened. I yeah. think that night happened and we were like, mm. like it's he was probably also like, okay. <laughs> What's going on? But that's like probably. a prime example. Like you were like literally rejecting these men with your whole being. Like My you whole wanted body. to throw up. Mm-hmm. And when people act like being gay is a choice in the sense of like if it was a choice, I would choose to be gayer, first of all. Period. Yeah. Okay, period. <laughs> like they act like it's a choice in the sense of like you can control it and like so you shouldn't be mm-hmm. you know but it's like your body tells you it like, does your like, body you think, like, does tell you like and i you. tried so 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 hard like you you knew to, you know to be straight to be what society wanted yeah and it literally just never worked not from 
the first boyfriend, not to the last one. Yeah. Nowhere ever. in between did it ever work for me. I was like, I had men look me in the face and be like, you're the one. I want to marry you. I'm so sure about you. And I'd be like, oh, that's sweet. You're like, I don't know. So when did you feel like you knew that you were like, I like a girl? Were when you a kid? I, I, yes, I was a kid. Like, if you could have seen my search history. <laughs> okay. Also, <laughs> I will say, though, I feel like that's a, so many girls search, search history. Yes. Like mine too. I was like, girls kissing. Oh, girls kissing. I was like, I, cause I was just curious. <laughs> like, period. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I knew from a very I was That's like funny. kissing girls in basements at oh, like, okay. age like seven or eight. Like I yeah. Oh, so you knew. Yeah. yeah, I knew. Um, I just like I guess like growing up I didn't have any really representation, especially like femme lesbian representation, mm-hmm. which like means so much to me now to be that representation because that's not something I saw growing up. Mm-hmm. If I saw a lesbian growing up, especially in like the Midwest in Kansas, it was like very like butch, mm-hmm. very masculine presenting women. And I was like, God, like if that's what a lesbian is, I'm not that. Yeah. I'm not attracted to that. So I'm like not really sure. It just made me feel unseen or just like odd, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I knew from a very young age. I was actually in high school. I asked a girl to prom. Oh, okay. I promposed to this girl who, this is like the classic, super stereotypical, fell in love with my best friend type situation yeah. in high school. Very gay. Um, <laughs> she had a boyfriend and I promposed to her. She, we went to different schools. We worked together. She was going to go to her prom with her boyfriend and then my prom with me. And then like it ended up falling apart right before prom happened. Mm. And then I ended up like needing to pivot. So I promposed to a guy. Mm. I just like to take things into my own hands. Yeah. I don't like to wait for Period. nobody else. Um, so I promposed to a guy who then we ended up being in a relationship for like a little bit. Um, and we went to prom together. But that situation scared me back into the closet because I felt like I was ready to come out. She kind of told me that she was ready. And then she was like, wait, I don't think my parents are going to be okay with this. Also, she had a boyfriend. There was a whole lot of things. I actually deleted my Twitter over this mm. girl. The reason I don't have a Twitter is because of this girl. Wow. Because if you would have gone to my Twitter, we had – Kissing pictures, holding hand pictures. It was oh, very you and your obvious. Friend. Yeah, me and my friend. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was super obvious to oh, anyone who was paying attention, okay. which apparently nobody was. And I deleted my Twitter over her after we ended up not going to prom. I ended up going with this guy, ended up just dating him because, like, that's what you did. Mm-hmm. And then I was just scared in the closet for another four years. And I was in a relationship in college with this guy. We were living together. And I, you know, I, I woke up one day after having a, a dream about a woman. And I looked at this man next to me in bed and I was like, I cannot do this. <laughs> I, can't. I literally cannot do this yeah. anymore. I can't lie to you. I can't lie to me. Like, I cannot lie. I just can't. So I went home, um, gave it like a week to think about it. I went back to L.A. His mother picked me up from LAX and I knew I was going to dump him that day. <laughs> I had my reeval audition at Disneyland that oh day. Oh my gosh. So that was the only reason I was flying in. Meanwhile, like I live with this dad. This yeah. Dude. I get in this car with his mother and I'm like, she's asking me all these questions about my trip and I'm trying to be like, oh great, this is also awesome. I'm about to break your son's heart. Like yeah. literally about to just rip it out. I'm so sorry. But then he insisted on driving me to my reeval at Disneyland and I didn't say a word to him in the car on the way there, he picks me up and I'm not saying a word on the way back. And he finally is just like, what is wrong? And I just looked at him on the 91 freeway and I was like, I cannot do this anymore. I thought he was going to crash the car. 
Not the 91. Not the 91. Uh, not the 91. We were about to call 911 because he was going to crash the car. And I literally, I was just like, I cannot do this anymore. And I was, this is my like trauma response. I profusely sweat. But yeah, I was just like, I, I can't tell him. I don't want to rip his heart out like that hard. And literally took my shit that night. Wow. I was out. And gone. I was gone. Never looked back. Mm-mm. So that was so you and your best friend at the time, the one that you proposed, not proposed to, but promposal to. Yes. Um, did she like you too? I you, thought so. Right. Okay, God so, damn. Like so she, was she like? Was she cheating with you? With her man from her man? Right. She's still with that boy. I'm pretty sure oh, so. okay, okay. Because I was cause my my question, my follow up mm-hmm. question was. Did she know that you were asking her to prom because you liked her in that way? Yeah, I so mean, literally the promposal. I I got this is so cheesy. I got a, um, a uh, buffalo wild wings, and I wrote on the inside of the wing order. I said, um, "I've never done this before, so I'm just gonna wing it." Prom. <laughs> Wait, like that's weird. good. <laughs> that's like a good dad joke. Uh, I do be hitting people with the dad joke. Yeah, I, like I'm a dad joke girl. Um. Yeah, I mean, I thought she liked me back, and it was just a weird time. Yeah. We were watching, like, Orange is the New Black together alone, like, <laughs> in a darkened room. Yeah. Oh, Orange is the New Black. Yep. That'll mm, do it. Yeah, that'll <laughs> do it. Um, wow. So, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. so you you knew. You already knew. No, I, I didn't. Um, okay, I cool. Yeah. So, you kind of briefly touched through this, but, like, so there was, was there a time where you wanted to come out? But then you're like, oh, it's just not the right timing. Was that during the pageant experience? Pageant, yeah. Right? Okay. I wanted to come out so bad before Miss Earth USA. And literally everybody was like, no. Um, but what is so interesting when I do talk openly about like my journey and stuff, I don't even remember this period of time. But when I was Miss Earth teen, like way back in 2015, mm-hmm. um, I was very open with the contestants during that time about my sexuality. Oh, and okay. I was telling people back in that time that I was bisexual. And it was never something that I had said publicly. It was never something I posted online. But I was, like, having one-on-one conversations with people about my sexuality. But, like, those memories aren't even mine. Like, those are from girls who have come to me and been like, hey, I remember having this conversation with you. You made me feel so seen or, like, you made me feel so hurt or whatever. And, like, those are – I don't even remember Mm -hmm. saying some of those things to those people. And it's, like, beautiful to be able to receive, like, those memories from someone else, Um, the things I've been – conversations I've been a part of. But, yeah, I really wanted to come out. And people just said, no, it's, like, not the right time. You have so much other, you know, stuff. Like, I was a real contender to win. And Mm -hmm. so, like, people were just, I think, afraid of tainting any of it. Um, which is a bummer because I think I would have had a much more enjoyable experience had I been able to go and just been myself and been out. I like mm-hmm. had a horrible experience at that pageant, mm-hmm. like won't ever compete again because of it. Yeah. Um, and I remember my roommate was Emma Loney. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Queen icon. Queen. Um, and she asked me when we got to the pageant, cause I was super upfront with her about my sexuality and everything. I was like, I just like want to be transparent, whatever. We were friends. And she asked me, she was like, have you ever competed at a pageant and, like, been interested, Mm. like, romantically Mm -hmm. or intimately attracted to, like, anyone else in the pageant? And no one had ever asked me that question before. And it was a really good question. And I was like, I sat there and I was like, honestly, no. Mm -hmm. Because when I'm competing in a pageant, like, A, I've put in the work, I've put in the money, I've put in the time. Like, Mm -hmm. I'm here to compete. I'm here to win. 
or do what I came here to do. Right. And like leaving with a girlfriend is not what I came here to do. Right. So, so you're not even no. thinking like about no. that. Right. But do I watch Miss Universe now, Miss USA now? And I'm like, that's a baddie. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. But I was always like that yeah. to a degree. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. And also kind of, I remember, so Rachel, she mm-hmm. was, like, the first openly yes. queer person at yeah. Miss USA during my class. And she, like, jokingly wrote in our, like, Facebook wall. Mm-hmm. She was like, hey, y'all, anyone going to be nervous if we're in the same dressing room? Like, just being, like. I was nervous yeah. about that. And, of yeah. course, we're all like, girl, bye. Like, no might. one cares about You're this. No. But it also kind of, like, plays into this idea where I think people have this um, concept that people in this community are only thinking about sex or thinking like being sexualized um so it's like and that was not saying like that question that's a valid question no one's Mm -hmm. ever asked you that if you were interested in someone you competed with but Mm -hmm. people might think because you did a pageant you were lusting over all these women it's like no sis just like you don't go outside and lust over all these men you don't go lust over all these women just because there's 50 gorgeous women around you. Just because you. I'm surrounded by gorgeous women doesn't mean, like... You're not trying to hump everything no. walking. Like, that, I, I think know. that's, like, the craziest like, concept. No, seriously. Yeah. I think people have this misconception about just queer people in general that it's, like, all so sexualized. Mm-hmm. When it's not. Like, you don't, you don't walk up to a straight couple that's holding hands on the street and immediately, like, ask them what they're doing in the bedroom. You right. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like... People have this idea in their head of, like, what the queer experience is because they've not, A, been exposed to probably anyone in their life that they've been able to, like, have these kinds of conversations with. And B, I don't maybe some people just don't want, they don't want to accept yeah, that. that's really There can be yeah. genuine relationships mm-hmm. between two women, two men, transgender individuals, like... People just don't want to accept no, it. No, because the whole point, they want to dehumanize it and demonize mm-hmm. it. So the only way to do that is by making it seem like it's only something that's for yeah. sex. Mm-hmm. So then they can say what they want to say. Mm-hmm. But have you found it a little difficult because how you present yourself of like how you look and being very feminine? And then if your yeah. girlfriend is feminine as well, like do people sexualize your relationship 100%. a lot? 100%. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. Like I'm sure. It's – I mean – that's I feel like that's a default, mm-hmm. honestly. Um, especially as as feminine and presenting as I am, mm-hmm. I deal with that all of the time. Um, and it's usually men. I would say nine times out of ten, like it can happen with mm-hmm. yeah women too, but nine times out of ten, it's with men. Yeah, yeah. and because I, I, you know, the lies. Like if you're someone trying to hits you up at a club or something, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, this is my girlfriend, like my best friend or mm-hmm. something, because I don't want you to talk to me. And the man's like, well, kiss. What? We'll kiss or um, like, oh, prove it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So do you both get that too? We we have. Yeah. Yes. Especially especially online. Oh, my God. Like on TikTok. Yeah. And stuff. There's like someone commenting on my TikToks about me kissing girls and like me wearing a skirt. I'm not sure what the connection there is, but there's it's something. They want you to wear a skirt and then kiss, and kiss girls. girls. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, I, you're like, same. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, yeah, everyone wants to see I that, do, obviously. I do want to wear a skirt and kiss girls. Yeah. yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like this whole sexualization of yeah. the community, which is the saddest part, I think, because I'm like, just like you're having a genuine relationship, so mm-hmm. is everybody. So, is, so yeah, like everyone it's, else. It has, it's no different than your genuine relationship mm-hmm. with Alex. Yeah, like, it no is different. literally no different. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a woman that I'm in love with. That's a woman I want to marry. Like. There is no reason that I should be treated any differently for feeling that way towards a woman mm-hmm. than if I were feeling that way towards a man. Yeah. So, girlfriend, hey. let's talk about her. Talk How about did her. you meet? Oh, my God. Okay, so 
This story is my favorite because she slid into my DMs on TikTok, like straight up. Ooh, I thirst trapped her. Yeah. Oh. I thirst trapped her and she slid into my what DMs. What video? Did you honestly? Post? I can't. Even, I can't remember. We went through my account to like look. I can't remember which one yeah. it was, but she like showed me which one it was. Um, but I slid in with the most dad pickup line. It's very <laughs> on brand for me. I had like a very dad pickup line. I think I said, um, "You were so fine. You made me forget my pickup line." Ooh, Ooh that got her. It got her. Yeah. I don't know. Shit. It was. It was the. It was the thirst trap and the dad joke. Yeah, like, really, that was it. Love. Match made in heaven. <laughs> um, but what is really funny is we were on a TikTok live the very first time I was ever in Portland hanging out with her. We were on a TikTok live and people were asking us how we met and we were like, "Oh, is this like lame? Do we talk yeah. about this?" And so we we're like, "What do you guys? You want to make up a story? Like, how do you think we met?" And yeah. so everyone on TikTok live decided that we met at the circus, which is. Cute because Vega actually like trained to be a circus performer oh, wow. at one point in her life. She's had so many layers of her life. I'm like yeah. so in love with the, how many layers this woman has. Um, but yeah, so we either tell people that we met at the circus if we're not feeling like explaining the whole TikTok thing, but we really did meet on TikTok. That's so yeah. cute. And so then I think TikTok, rightfully so, should be sponsoring our wedding. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And yeah. then meeting someone online is so common. Like, yeah. Especially like, after COVID. Yeah. Like, I don't think that's a taboo thing anymore mm -hmm. of people like, oh, don't want to tell that story. That's no. super cute. Yeah. Yeah. Because I know you guys go on live. We do. Yeah. So do you do that like um, every time she's here or something? Yeah. We do lives together when she's here. Well, like it's really cute because we are long distance. We'll mm -hmm. do lives like split screen. So I'm live oh, from Long cute. Beach. She's live from Portland. And it's like essentially a FaceTime date, but yeah. we're like sharing it with the entire community. And it's like Aww, super cute. And we've yeah. got a lot of people who are regulars who will come and hang out with us. We'll do like cooking. And one time I caught a pizza on fire, like on TikTok live. Like there yeah. was a fire in my kitchen. <laughs> TikTok's like Real flagged. fire flagged. <laughs> but then one time we did a live and all of these people, we had like two million likes on this live mm -hmm. and we were feeling spicy yeah and all these people were like kiss 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 and we were like okay we get to two million likes i said like you have 10 minutes to get us to two million likes we're at like one million something they did it and so we kissed uh, for 30 seconds on tiktok live and then vega got banned you can't Literally, kiss on tiktok live apparently not like that or whatever mm. I, I got her band, we together. Yeah. That. Um, and then she had to like we it spent weeks trying to get her account back. We finally got oh her account gosh. back. Um, but, but yeah, when she gets like, it back, it has same followers and all the videos. Are it still there? did, yes. Okay. Thank God, because yeah, the account was gone, and I was I felt so bad because I was like she had been like building it up, and we were like really excited about it, and then all of a sudden it was gone, and I was like, oh shit, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Um, but no, we got it back. She's got a backup account now, and we do lives. I think we're actually gonna do one tonight, but yeah. Oh, fun. Mm. Okay, I'm, I'm gonna try to tune in for that yeah, one. Yes. You should. Yes. I'm like, hey. Um, so before we started recording, you were mm -hmm. raving about how you are just so giddy and in love with this girl. So I'm like such a tomato. Yeah. Oh so God, tell I me about awesome. that, and then also kind of what you've learned from like your past relationships mm -hmm. to this one that makes you like sure about this one. Oh my god. Okay. Like I feel like I just literally <laughs> turned red when I said talk about her and think about her. Um how do I know she's the one? Like there is an undeniable feeling like so deep within my core that I don't want to spend another day the rest of my life without her. I want to do everything with her. I want to travel the world with her. I like want to experience life with her. I want to be there in the good days, the bad days, the healthy days, the sick days, like all of the like super 
mushy, gushy love things. Mm-hmm. Um, and the biggest difference in knowing for a fact in my gut that this is like the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with is just the way that I feel with her. It's completely different than I've ever felt with anyone, including like same sex mm-hmm. relationships that I've been in. Um, I don't know how to explain it, but when people growing up said, like, when you know, you know, mm-hmm. I thought people were full of shit. You're right. First of all, I was mm-hmm. like, I thought there was something wrong with me mm-hmm. because I've been in long term relationships with both men and women. And I've had people look me in the eyes and say, I'm sure about you. Like, you're the one. And I have been like, brick wall. Like, no, I'm really glad that you feel that way. Like, yeah. I'm going to break your heart someday because I don't feel that way. There was just something like in my gut when people say, like, trust your gut. I 1000% agree because every single situation and relationship I've been in, aside from this one, my gut has been like, hell no. Mm-hmm. And if it's not a hell no, or if it's not a hell yes, then it's a hell no. Yeah. And like, my gut right now is telling me hell yes. Yay. And so we're going to listen to her. We were listening to her. Yes, as you should. Yes. Because like we were saying, life is short. Life so. is so short. Yeah. And like I, when people, I don't know, like close themselves off from like love and creating connection and like loving someone and being loved. Like I just, I feel bad for those people because life is so short. Like I want to feel love. I want to give my love in the most like full capacity that I possibly can while I'm here on this planet. Yeah. So... Oh, she's going to be all gushy when she listens. Like, I'm going to be all gushy. She loves me. She loves me. I'm so cute. She do. She do love you. She do. So you recently, I think it was today or yesterday, Mm -hmm. you made a TikTok about how you are U-hauling your relationship. And first of all, can you explain to the viewers what that means? Yes, of course. Um, (laughs) So I did not realize that, like, outside of the queer community, people have no Mm -hmm. idea what I'm talking about when I say I'm going to U-haul with her. Um, U-hauling is a term when... it's typically used for lesbians when you are going to move in together. So either it's like long distance or it's not. And you are just like immediately packing it up. Like very quickly. Pack up the dog, like move. Yeah. The U-Haul. U-Haul should absolutely like sponsor every like lesbian couple. (laughs) That's such a good commercial. Because we literally give free advertising. (laughs) Um, But yes, I, I I do be U-Hauling. Yeah. My ass to Portland. She's leaving Cali. Ah! <laughs> it's official now. <laughs> I said it on the podcast. You said it on the podcast. To, to do it. It has to happen. I have to do it now. So are you excited for this I'm new so journey? I'm so excited. I just, dude, I feel like, so, like, I'm not, I'm sure everyone feels this way too, but like when you look back on your life and all the different chapters that you've had in your life, I feel like I've had a really freaking amazing chapter in LA Mm -hmm. and the other thing too that was really nice about our like living situation is like she was open she is open to coming here just as I was open to going Mm -hmm. to Portland and it was just kind of like organically happened that I was like you know like I there's really nothing tying me to LA at least like at this moment yeah that I feel like I have I have to be here physically for so like Let's start a new chapter. Yeah. Let's go. And what you both do, like what and what you mm-hmm. want to continue to do and to continue to grow doing is social media. Yeah. Um, and content creation, which you can, as we know, can do it from anywhere. Do it from so, anywhere. Yeah. yeah. You guys can be traveling the world. Yes. Together. That's the goal. I really do want to be able to highlight like 
um, destinations around the planet that are queer friendly mm. where you're able to travel to together because like that's not something a lot of I would say probably like straight individuals even have to really think about yeah, is totally. when I travel to another part of the world is my relationship illegal there what is it punishable by yeah, like can you hold lots hands of times or... can you hold hands mm-hmm. can you kiss like is there like what does that look like in other parts of the world because it's punishable by death still in some countries mm-hmm. and I think that it would be incredible to be able to be like not only the femme representation that I needed growing up, but also having being like a couple that gets to travel, gets to experience that and like share that with other queer people Mm -hmm. and show cool places that we can still go and feel safe and experience. And that's such a cool angle too, because it kind of niches you down. Mm -hmm. Because of course you can do fun TikToks, cooking together, get ready with me, of course, but you guys have this home base of like, Still trying to make a difference, which mm-hmm. I think would be unique um, compared to other. I mean, social media is so saturated, so you yeah. gotta find like that you little do. something. You have to find so that, that like little so, something that makes you stand that out. That is cute. Oh, yeah. you guys are gonna make it big time. I, I know. I can see will. it already because you guys will. are you guys are fine as hell together. I... Like truly, I'm like <laughs> thank you, dude. The they amount, cute. the amount of times that we've like gotten stopped. Both in Portland and in LA. Like we thought, like maybe it's like a Portland thing. Like I don't know. Maybe people are just more keen to saying something or just mm. nicer or whatever. Like, I mean, LA is known people for being like, yeah, LA. Um, the amount of times we got stopped at WeHo Pride. Oh yes. I'm sure. Everyone's like, ah, uh, they were like, George. it's not even fair. Like what the, and we, and we are just like, what the heck? Like we didn't expect this. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we're fine as hell. Yeah, we're absolutely. Super hot. So. Super hot. Yeah. <laughs> And you guys have like similar energies yeah. when it comes to like style and mm-hmm. it's like a little bit dark. I know. You know like, I do. I like love our style together, but yeah. also like if she's like a little like darker than like I'm like a little bright. Like it's yeah. like the way we balance each other mm-hmm. is really cute. I really like yeah, it. Yeah. And you guys both like kind of have equal like feminine and masculinity yeah. as well. So it's a cool dynamic because yeah. a lot of times it's either cool. one or the other. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I think that's No, we like, can both like yeah. truly do both. Yeah. Which so is I'm really like, fun. Okay. Like, it is spicy. Cute. It's, yeah. it's spicy. It's spicy. It's spicy. <laughs> it's spicy. <laughs> it's spicy. <laughs> Okay, um, so kind of going backwards, like our little last segment, um, you talked about how you're a political science major. Mm-hmm. So, um, and I've always known you to like know what's going on in our country. And also because of pageantry oh, yeah, yes, too, yeah. just because we kind of have to stay up to date with mm-hmm. everything. Um, or we did when we were competing. We did. Which we still should, but sometimes I'm I like, still do, but sometimes I... It's overwhelming. I'm like, I don't know. But um, just kind of like, what? how do you feel when you're watching the news or like legislation and laws that are trying to be passed? Yeah, like... Scared as fuck. It's like, what are you supposed to... I want to leave this country right like 100 percent. like i there is really i mean in my like brain there is no other option yeah. for me mm-hmm. unless there is substantial change which like this country seems to be going backwards mm-hmm. so i don't even know if that is like truly going to happen in the next five to ten to fifteen years mm-hmm. like, what our country is going to end up looking like like i I remember on my first date with Vega, I am usually the one that drops the, like, I want to move out of the country ball mm-hmm. when it comes to dating. And and every experience I've had other than her, they've all been like, oh, like, I'm really married to staying here. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, well, then you're not for me because I want to leave. 
And I did not say anything to her about it on our first date. And she brought it up. She was like, yeah, like, I mean, she was born and raised in Colombia. Like, mm. she's lived in Miami and Argentina and Portland. Oh, okay. Like, she wants to leave the U.S. And yeah. I, like, was, like, letting her talk. And I was just like, oh, my God. Yes. Finally. <laughs> Finally. Because I don't see myself, like, staying here forever. Right. I mean, it's scary. And what's it's so scary. cool that since you guys are going to be traveling, mm -hmm. doing content, you'll find the places that the you're perfect like, place, oh, this is I'm like sure. where I feel accepted, loved, mm -hmm. not trying to get banned from anything. Yeah, yes. Insane. Yes, I mean, everyone like here a, can come along on the journey as we yeah. figure that out. <laughs> so what is next for Miss Alyssa? Um, what is next? Aside from this big ass move that I'm yeah. going to do, um, I do have some some cool things that I can't talk about. Yet. Okay, okay, okay. Well, um, stay tuned, stay tuned. But stay tuned for that. But right now, focusing on moving, being with my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, this is such a big chapter. So. Yeah. I'm like yeah. really excited to start that chapter. I'm just really excited to like go experience a new city. It's almost like it's as equally exciting as it is terrifying mm -hmm. because the last time I did this big of a move and did this big of a jump was when I came from Kansas to mm -hmm. LA and that was eight years ago. Mm -hmm. So like, yeah, definitely like some days I'm like super excited. Like, yes, like, let's go. Like, let me pick up my stuff right now. And then some days when I sit and think about it, I'm like, oh my God, like I'm going to leave yeah. everything I know and everything I've like built and everything here. Mm -hmm. And that's scary mm -hmm. but it's also exhilarating it's really yeah exciting. and I think you'll like yeah. Portland because you know I grew up in Washington so it's like two hour mm -hmm. drive so I spent a lot of time in Oregon and it's really nice it's so beautiful yeah, it's I so had pretty. no idea actually Imani the first time I went to go visit her I had no idea where Oregon even was on yeah. the US map mm -hmm. like I was on the airplane and I was like maybe I should like zoom out on the map and yeah. see where I'm going like the most like lesbian shit yeah. ever I'm like <laughs> I'm on a plane to go see Just a girl I have no idea where I'm even going <laughs> Send it all off. Do you have a message that you'd want to say to people that are feeling like they don't want to come out? They're scared. They're scared with what's everything going on in our society that's mm -hmm. trash. Um, just any last things that you want to say to someone that's listening? To anyone that's listening now and advice that I would have given myself um, when I was closeted when I was younger is to not put too much pressure on yourself. Everything will happen in its own time and don't feel the pressure. Like if you are not in a safe situation that you can't come out right away, don't feel pressured to come out right away. Just give yourself grace, be able to learn and love yourself because the community is willing and so ready to accept you and love you just the same. I love it. Thank you so much. Thank you so much no, for you. being on the podcast, telling us your story. Yeah, of course. Um, so proud of you and everything that you're going to, continue to accomplish and be who you are y'all slay the day away slay. Slay. <laughs> happy pride everyone happy pride yes, all happy year pride. round not mm -hmm. just june but you know we're celebrating in this month protect but, trans kids yes absolutely absolutely and you know stay aware of what's going on in our society and make that change it takes all of us whether mm -hmm. you're in the community or you're an ally we all have to come together and mm -hmm. make that change so Yes. Thank you guys for listening and watching this episode. Thank you, Alyssa, for joining hey, me today. And I will see y'all next week. Don't be homophobic. It's weird. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast. You can watch the full episode on YouTube and make sure to send in your stories and questions at dearymoney.com. Reminder, I am not responsible for the outcome of any advice you take from me. Unless it's good, then I get all the credit. See you next week. Mwah!